Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to Literary Escapes Podcast, where we travel the world one book at a time. Today, I have one of my favorite bookstagrammers here with me to give us some Literary Escape book recommendations. I hope you enjoy the show. So, welcome to another edition of the Literary Escapes Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. She is a bookstagrammer, the traveling bookster, Imogen. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. So you are the traveling bookster, so I'm, assu- I'm assuming that you enjoy traveling and books. Yeah, so I love traveling. I always have, but I've been cabin crew um, for the past three years. So that's my day job, um, to travel all over the world, which I'm really grateful to be able to do. That's a fun um, thing. Yeah, so when I was making my bookstagram, I thought, how can I incorporate the two, my two favorite things? Um, and also I was trying to think of a cool uh, username as well. So That's awesome, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so how did you get started into the bookstagramming or when, I guess, not how, but when? Um, so it was April, 2020 and um, I was furloughed from flying. So I suddenly had a lot of spare time at home. Right. I've never had that much spare time just in, one place at home for a while and at first it was really lovely and I was reading a lot of books and then I thought I want to be able to record what I'm reading and um, then I discovered a thing called bookstagram and I didn't know anything about it really I just made an account put my username in and realized that there's this whole community that I had no idea about and lots of like-minded people who enjoy the same things on there um of all different ages all over the world and I just thought that was so lovely and yeah I got stuck in with it really and (laughs) yeah brilliant idea (laughs) it's it's pretty amazing it doesn't matter what type of books you like um there's a whole community out there and offering up suggestions for what you should read next um you know people's thoughts on the books I I find that amazing as well I think it's so much fun to just jump on there and see what the whole community has to say today I've enjoyed that yeah. as well so yeah. how long were you furloughed from flying gosh it was about six months and then when I was brought back to flying uh, my trips are very few and far between mm-hmm. so it was maybe one night stop every month whereas normally it would be back-to-back trips here there everywhere exactly uh, and it's getting better I'm, I'm happy to say that it's slowly aviation industry is mending which is yeah it is getting there that's I (laughs) um went recently on a trip to Venice Italy and it was nice that it was even an option so yeah oh yeah so where has been some of your favorite places to fly to um I visited Mauritius and the Maldives um for the first time just before lockdown actually so really lucky to be able to squeeze those in yes Um, that was just brilliant so beautiful and um really enjoyed Cape Town as well okay. um yeah just something really different I've never been right. able to go to these kind of places before my job so that was really special yeah I worked for the airlines goodness a lifetime or two ago and <laughs> it's okay. changed a lot since then oh, but um yeah. I yeah. completely enjoyed being able to hop on a plane and go somewhere different if I felt yeah. like and that was that was a gift I completely enjoyed and did not take for granted. So I, yeah. 
I definitely. get that. Do it while you can, because life changes. You never know. I mean, exactly. Who would have expected a lockdown for? I know any length of time. You know, that's it's yeah. crazy. So that's awesome. Absolutely. So you have some literary escapes for us today. I you am do? super excited to see what you have to offer us. Yeah. So two of them are relatively recent reads of mine, and the other one is a modern classic which I read a few years ago. Awesome. Um, we'll start with that one. It's The Enchanted April by Elizabeth von Arnim. Awesome. Um, and I read this initially when I was working at Waterstones in between uni, and I was really caught by the cover. And I didn't really know much about it. I hadn't read anything else by the author. And um, I thought it sounded really sweet and really interesting. So I read it and I was pleasantly surprised, actually. Um, I think published 1922 so oh, wow okay yeah so it it was written by the author as she was actually in the place that she set the book which is Portofino in Italy so Ooh. that's the setting how <laughs> lovely okay yeah I've been to Italy but I haven't been to that part of the coast same uh, I would love to go to that area that's yeah. sounds so amazing I know absolutely um and they go obviously in April so there's these um women who have are so different in every way they're different ages different classes they've got different interests and the one thing they have in common is a need to escape um from their almost mundane lives right um, they rent this castle in italy together for the month oh, of April. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more of a um a character study than a plot driven book which is okay. something I like a lot of people I know like to have plots and they don't really care that much for lots of descriptions and stuff mm -hmm. but I, I really enjoy that so it was a massive hit and yeah really lovely and you see these women slowly start to bring down their defenses and become friendly with one another and learn about each other and at the end of the month they're very different people from when they started I love that job. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I um, just finished one that was set in the Outer Banks that was oh, similar yeah. to that, where it's three women who, four women actually, but three of them went to, um, like they grew up together. And yeah. um, it, the same thing, they were there for a month on the coast and it took a while for their defenses to kind of come down, even amongst friends. Yeah. And then by the end of the book, it was, you know, they were very different people. And it, I love watching that character transformation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. So tell me the title again. The Enchanted April. The Enchanted April in the Portofino area of Italy. How lovely. <laughs> so what is our second destination? So second destination is Tokyo. Another place I haven't been, but would like to go after reading this book. The book is The Cat and the City by Nick oh. Bradley. It's his debut book and I was really caught by the cover. It's a lovely cover. There's a little cat and Japanese blossom on there. Um, but you shouldn't be fooled by the pretty cover because <laughs> <laughs> the short stories that make up the book are quite gritty and a little bit dark. Um, and they all come together to paint this colorful picture of all the inhabitants in Tokyo and all the different cultures and people. And 
yeah really oh, interesting lovely. yeah yeah it's sort of a love letter to Japan really you can tell the author's really passionate I think he lived there for a, a quite a period of time and studied the culture and things um but there's a reoccurring theme of this cat and the cat springs up in various places and affects the characters in different ways so if you like cats it's quite a good one <laughs> that's fun that's I like that he moved the cat through to kind of give it the continuity that we sometimes need with short stories that's fun yeah exactly that's a clever um, way to do that yeah it is clever actually and once you get into the book and you read the short stories you realize that you've seen some of the characters before and they might have played a very small role in a previous short story um even if it's just somebody that's passed on the street right so I love that clever. yeah it's really clever piecing that together and being like oh I've seen them before so that's okay. that person and they're related to them and this happened yeah how it all kind of fits together yeah really I love clever. it when authors bring characters back even you know especially minor characters that you yeah either didn't realize was even there or that you really liked and didn't get enough of you know I, yeah. I really enjoy when authors do that so yeah that's that's awesome and so does this show you like all different sides of the city yeah it shows you the nice parts of the city and the not so nice parts um as well which every city has I guess especially but, every big city right you're definitely yeah, get that definitely. um so it's sort of the good bad and the ugly of Tokyo of Tokyo so fascinating yeah. Yeah, I've never been to Japan, so it's it is really enlightening because there's a lot of the uh, culture in this book, which I was googling things and learning things. I love so. that. Yeah. yeah, that is really cool. I've um, I've only read a couple of books set in Tokyo, and I find it fascinating also the cultural differences. Um, yeah. Even you know the food, the traditions, just the way they think is different than you know as yeah. an American their values are different than ours yeah. in a lot of ways and Definitely. It, I love reading that and getting that so fabulous the cat in the city by Nick Bradley yeah fantastic and that one is set in Tokyo and I love that it is short stories so you get yeah. several different pieces of it I like that yeah yeah it's really clever excellent so what is our third destination that you have for us? Scotland. Ooh, I love Scotland. I've not been there, but I love Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is our book for Scotland? So book for Scotland is Summer Water by Sarah Moss. Um, this is a really short book. You can read it in a day easily. It's less than 200 pages. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's very different from anything I've ever read before but I really liked it. Um, okay. It's set at this holiday park on the banks of one of the locks in Scotland during summer, but uh, with true Scottish weather, it's just pouring down the entire time. <laughs> families are there and there. And the, the author's really um, got a unique writing style because she cleverly builds a, a feeling of suspense um, with the descriptions of nature and the rain and how it puts off balance all the natural things that are happening um because nature's expecting it to be sunny and and nice weather and it's not so there's this building sense of foreboding and okay. it's written in a stream of consciousness as well okay 
Yeah, so the dialogue and the thoughts and conversations and descriptions are all sort of, well, there's no punctuation. It's very... Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's very d different to read than a... Yeah. Uh, and it's set over just one day at this holiday park and you jump between the families and, you know, you jump to one family and they're thinking about what the other families are doing and they're judging what the other families are wearing, what they're doing, what they're talking about. And then you jump between them and they're all judging each other. <laughs> and um, <laughs> there's these newcomers to the park that people Ooh. can't quite figure out. And so it carries on like this until pretty much the last five pages. And that's when um, a lot of action takes place. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. And it all comes <laughs> together right at the very end. And it's quite explosive and dramatic. Um, wow. Yeah, and quite surprising, really. Okay. So Do they finally get good weather? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Oh, no. <laughs> but um, I think we've all had summers like that for anyone who's lived who lives in the UK. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. I, uh, we went to Iceland um, several years ago in June, expecting okay. it to be summer. Yeah. You know, it's June yeah. and it was rainy and I don't know, maybe in the 50s, 50s, yeah. you know, Fahrenheit. And, um, you know, we're from Florida. It's freezing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So oh, I can imagine yeah, you know, wet and rainy in Scotland is different than wet yeah. and rainy in Florida. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like drizzly and foggy and misty and, and chilly. And sh yeah, just miserable. Yeah. Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> They're all having a horrible time. Um, all they're doing is having cups of tea and looking at everyone else and thinking <laughs> what are they doing oh they're new we haven't seen them before except let's talk about them <laughs> yeah exactly and then it all comes together quite surprisingly at the end really I um, love that yeah I was really um pleased actually because it just it's right up my street I like something that's a bit different not necessarily lots of plot twists and um and stuff like that it's just all about the language and uh -huh. the atmosphere that the author creates so you really feel like you're there with the characters in this claustrophobic caravan park right right that's yeah. uh, that's awesome and yeah. so that was summer water summer water by sarah moss fantastic set in scotland and so thank you for the three recommendations we've got the enchanted april yeah which took place in um italy yeah it, um down along the amalfi coast i think it was yeah and then um tokyo was our second yeah. destination the cat in the city by nick bradley yeah and i liked that that one was short stories dark gritty showed all sides of the yeah. city the good the bad yeah. the ugly as you say yeah. and <laughs> and then we get scotland with um a book by sarah moss a short book called summer water and that one, <laughs> I like that it rains the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because a lot of times authors will give you like the best side of the city, you know, whatever the destination yeah. is, you know, it's lovely and it's summer and, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, it's just beautiful all the time kind of thing. And that's yeah. not reality. And, you know, no. I, 
a, a few times I've read books set in like Ireland and that one's another one that rains a lot I think and yeah <laughs> you know they have in the book they have all these sunny days and it's like you know that's not right <laughs> yeah I know the Enchanted April is the one where you have all the lovely weather and it's so beautiful and you've got all the lovely nature descriptions and the flowers and the gardens that the ladies are walking in and then you jump to Scotland where it's miserable and they're in anoraks and stomping around in the mud and stuff. Right. So yeah, quite a fun <laughs> I like that. We get the whole the whole uh, gamut of yeah. places to visit. So and three really good three really good uh, recommendations. I appreciate yeah. that. No, you're welcome. Yeah, it's really fun to talk about them. I've I really enjoyed all three of them. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, where are you off to next on your travels? I am off to Mauritius uh, at the end of the month. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's back uh, flying there again after about two years and we haven't been. So that'd be lovely. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it will be lovely. Yes. <laughs> and um, what are you reading right now? I'm reading Mary Jane by, I think her name's, yeah, Jessica Anya Blau. I think you pronounce her surname. I might have got that wrong. Uh, yeah, but it's called Mary Jane and it's set in mid 70s Baltimore. And it's very much a coming of age story about okay. a teenage girl who's been very um, closeted from much of life by her strict parents. Uh, and she meets this family that she's nannying for, and they're completely different from her parents. And she's exposed to music and rock and roll. And <laughs> Yeah, it's very, it's got a musical influence. There's lots, that's, that's fun, which is really fun. The 70s had some really good music, so. Yeah, exactly. I love that time for music. So yeah, yeah really enjoying it so far. That's fun. How do you mm. typically choose your books? Pre-Bookstagram, it would have been in like Waterstones or just whatever I, I saw. Um, but now that I'm on Bookstagram, it's so easy to get good recommendations from people because it's just everywhere. Uh, right. so it's, yeah, Bookstagram or Goodreads. I use Goodreads okay. a lot. And that's really good because it brings up similar books to the ones you've liked before. Um, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's probably where I get most of my recommendations. Do you tend to read um, like a, a tablet or do you like physical copies? I like physical copies. I've never had a... Um, no, I've never had like an e-reader or anything like that. Okay. So I've always been physical books and stuff. And I take as many as I can on trips with me, even if it means my suitcase is really heavy. But exactly. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in that old habit of having a good old physical book. So <laughs> it's, yeah, that's, I didn't do an e-reader until we started traveling more. And I discovered I can take as many books as I want to on it. Mm -hmm. I, I, still prefer a physical book um when yeah. I can so I just there's yeah. something about holding it and yeah yeah just the feel and the smell and all of that I really oh, enjoy exactly <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today I really enjoyed getting your recommendations and uh wishing you the best on your travels oh thank you yeah thank you so much for having me it's been really good fun yes it has thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escapes podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and maybe would like some more Literary Escape book recommendations, then come check out the Literary Escape Society. We're a community of travelers who love books or maybe book lovers who love to travel. 
Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.